welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Right turn and speak to God. Teach us your word, Lord. Let your glory be revealed as we teach the word. Let us be transformed by you. Spirit of God, Yes, Lord. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Say, Lord, say, Lord, position me at the right place and the right time. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, positioned for a great harvest by three. Positioned for a great harvest by three. That clapping was not uniform. Amen. One of the things we do in this house is that when anybody is going to preach and they mention the title of the sermon, we clap because the title of the sermon is the message from God to you. So I'm preaching on position for a great harvest part three. Genesis chapter 8 verse 22. The introduction of this teaching is in the first service. So I will not, I will go straight to the point three. The Bible says that whilst the earth remains, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease for different seasons for different phases of life which I wouldn't want to go into because I want to run into my message it tells you that life is in phases today you may be discouraged but tomorrow you can be an encouragement life is in pages and life is in chapters. If you are in your chapter of no significance, it does not mean that you have been destined for no significance. It means that in the chapter you are in, you may not be known. It means that in the chapter you are in, you are being refined. It means that in the chapter you are in, you must be hidden. There is a time a baby must remain in the womb. 
and there is a time the baby must come out else it dies the same womb that was safe for the baby becomes a toxic to the baby life is in phases destiny is in phases business is in phases churches are in phases for Carrie's temple we are in a certain phase you know when we started a lot of the folks around were not married they were not having children after 11 years going to 12 years a lot of you guys I want to use a wild word got married let's do it simple got married a lot of you guys were not even in the university you finished university you started working you started masters you started weekend classes a lot are having children one, two, some have hit two so they've graduated into young parents, young mother young father Therefore, the church's picture and face will be different. In the next five years, the face will change again. The next five years, it will change again. So it is not right for you to compare one church to the other church because the faces are different. Today, the children are in classroom which you people are very surprised that parents that are exposed to great atmospheres have been patient and have understood and don't worry so much about the fact that the children are in the classrooms and you keep coming I want every parent to clap for yourselves yeah. because it's the face of the church there is nothing we can do about it. We can't come and do children's service here. It's not possible. But a day will come. The children's service will have their various classrooms. GSS, they will have their, in the building, there's a place for GSS. There's a place for secondary school. There's a place for um, young adults. There's a, a, a big hall for conference room. There are coffee rooms. There are libraries. There is a gym. There is a medical center. There is a face. And that time to when we are there, maybe I'll say, Francis, go and plant a church. And he may have to go and start in a classroom. But you see, in every phase, God has a way of honoring you. So is marriage. Marriage is in phases. There are some people who marry very rich men. So when they start, maybe the gift from their uh, uh, husband's mother is a land cruiser to their bride. Some of you two, you go and marry. We have just come to town. We just came. We, we, we have just come. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, as they have just come, they have just come. <laughs> so, your wedding gift 
the money you will get will be 355 Ghana City, 50 pesos. And you will look at it. If you don't take care, <laughs> your honeymoon will actually be an angry moon. It's like, where did I pass? All the people that came, yeah, they gave two cities, five cities, two cities, one city, two cities. Another will marry a woman from a very rich home. And in one year, you will see them giving testimony. We have built in, 20, in 12 months. The Lord made the way for us. We got a land. And by the grace of God, we are moving to our own house. If you don't take it. If you don't take it. You will be discouraged. But life is in phases. By every child of God, every Christian, your life is destined in glory. The glory is revealed in every face. As, as much as we are here, we have a certain glory. Yeah, we have a certain glory. Every face comes with its glory. But we must not settle in one glory because we move from glory to glory. So if today our glory, your glory, is not up to what you expect, it does not mean that you should be discouraged as much as Ghana is bad, it's better than Somalia. If the Somali president calls you that, oh, I've given you a residence in the presidential, will you go? No, no, it's no. As much as your, your, you think that your issue is that rotten, even in the rotten seed comes the sprout of the plant. I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm here to step into my message. But anybody that is here, that you look around you and you don't see anything glorious, I came to tell you that life is in phases. When I started church, I was using only one suit. And that suit, I didn't use my money to buy. I couldn't buy a suit. The suit I remembered I bought was 10 CDs. I bought a suit that was 10 CDs. 100, was it, is it 10 CDs, 100,000? Yes, those days. Myself and Pastor Blessing went to Kimbu. Kimbu. Accra. And they used to hang suits. And you see, we went and in the apostles, we went for three pieces. That was ten cities. Can you imagine? Three cities. Ten cities. Three pieces. And stop. When we land on campus, we're going to do school of prayer. When we landed, our walking. Three piece suits. What are you talking about? Walking. Apostles. We use for ministrations. When I started church, I didn't have a suit. The suit I was using was my best man's suit for Pastor Blessing's wedding. Black, bizarre. Then the thing started fading. But today, 
every year I empty my suits either I give it to some people here or I massage it to the north for pastors to wear life is in faces it's in faces I used to wear only two shoes and those shoes were from top man you know top man shoes I wear when it's paused, I'll go to the cobbler. They'll use another thing to put it on. And, and it got to a time when you are walking, you are walking like a robocop. Because it's heavy. What they put under. So you have to. So sometimes when you see apostles walking like this, it's not that. It is not that we are. It's, it's like there's something. I came to speak to somebody. Your time is never over. There is a day coming and the next phase of your life will be revealed in the glory of the Lord. Give the Lord a clap offering somebody. You see, if you try to kill yourself whilst you are dying, you will see that you, are, you were unwise. Those of you who have planned to kill yourself, in the middle of you dying, your other eye will open. You see, your other eye will open because you're already dead. So you start seeing beyond human beings and you start seeing the details of your story and other people's story. Then you see that, hey, I shouldn't die. Oh, I don't want to die, but you are dead. You are dead. The pain must not define our lives. Situations can be tough. But the Bible said, where there seems to be no way, God himself, he makes a way. God is never confused with the formula of your destiny. Write it down and let it sink in you. God is never confused with the formula of your destiny. Whatever happened to you, it didn't take God by surprise. He knows it. And therefore, remember that scripture. There are seasons and times. And the song says, you got times and seasons in your hands. You see, you have to understand this deep within you. Deep within you. Some of the news you hear nowadays is so, is so heartbreaking. A nurse and a child. Shoo. Pastor and his wife and child. Shoo. Because the, the world is coming to an end. A medical doctor has an accident. His head is beheaded. In the accident. Shoo. You read it and you're like, that is when you begin to thank God for your life. We always want to hear bad news before we know that we have enough. It's so scary. But then you will know that he that dwells in the secret place. So the other day I told them that if you are not praying, beware. You are going naked in the realms of the spirit. A prayerless life is a naked life. If 
if you are not trusting God, now you are going naked in the realms of the spirit. If you are not fellowshipping with Christ enough, you are going naked in the realms of the spirit. A life that is not flourishing in spirit is going naked. No matter what you think you have, you are going naked. We were with that man and he said, if there is any drug you people want me to buy, don't worry, just mention it. It shall be bought. And then there's no drug. Life is in faces. Today, somebody begged from you does not mean that you should look down on him. Today, somebody was in need and ran to you. If you cannot help him or her, don't abuse him or her. Because life is in phases. I've seen it before. I've seen it before. Where the person will have to call another person to come and stand in and plead. Joseph, they wanted to kill their own brother because of jealousy. But at the end of the day, the man they wanted to kill was the man that fed a whole nation and a whole generation. When you have somebody around you, be careful how you treat them because one day a face of their life will shoot up and you will need them. Not you want them. You will need them. There are people you have today. They cannot give you kobo. But you need them. When I met Eddie, I use him as an example because these are people when I use for example, I'm comfortable very comfortable. I like using people for example. Because God always, even animals God refers us to them. Go to the ant. Okay, so when I met Eddie, I still remember when I met him. I didn't even know him. He got to know me. Because I'm, I'm also learning how to be friendly. So if people forgive me, I'm learning how to be friendly. Those of us who like fasting and hiding too much, we have struggles. And that time it was worse than now. Very worse, actually. So when we closed church, we come around. I was wondering, where do I know this guy? We all didn't have anything. At that time. But I thought I didn't have anything, but maybe he saw something. And for over 18 years, I'm talking about that distance. And I think he's the most useful utility player around me in my life. Just that when he started getting money, he swerving me small, small. Yeah. A very useful person. There are people in your life today, they may not be able to do certain things for you today. Don't be puffed up and treat them anyhow. Because a day will come. A day will come. You will need them. Or their children. Or your children will need them. So I'm moving to the third point. I'll preach that in 15 minutes and we'll go home. 
the third position you should take is have a problem solving mentality have a problem solving mentality life is not without problems that means life is with problems and problems also come in sizes some of the problems do not actually need your attention hello are you here most of some of the problems that come to your life some of them may not need any wild emotional input or no maybe we are preaching and then the light goes off they will put on generator the short period it was a problem because if somebody is watching the, the stream will go off it's a problem are you here there are problems life comes with problems when you die problems end but so far as you are alive and you are engaging people people are loaded with problems it's not easy if you're a leader if you're a manager if you're a pastor it's not easy to handle human beings problems go and ask Moses Moses one day was tired of so when you come and say, eh, bless you, come. Eh, eh pastor, eh, Lucy has used the finger to choke my eyes. Hey, bless. Go, go and look for her. Took her eyes on. See somewhere. <laughs> pastor, me, I want to divorce my wife. This is, eh, eh, go. Save her. Let her go and have your peace. Marry another one. Let life go on. Ah, Francis has slapped me. Oh, go. Slap him. Leadership is not easy. To the point that the people pushed Moses that he himself could not enter the promised land. Life is full of problems. If anybody told you that you, you shouldn't have problems, it can be back to back. And let me tell you, if you are having back to back problem, me too, I have back to back problem. <laughs> So that you think that may, may, may they are not there. Hey, I can tell you in every lane here, if I make not spiritual altar call, if I say who is having back to back, you'll be shocked. Okay, let's try back to back problem. This lane, let's go. Oh, let's go, let's go. We are we are we are preaching. Back to get up. If you have you just get up. Don't don't feel shy. I am part, I'm first. Okay, back to back problem. Next lane. Who is having back to back problem? Let's go. Let's go. Be honest. Back to back problem. Let's go. Next lane. Who is having back to back? Yeah, let's go. Back to back. Uh huh. Let's go. Back to back problem. Let's go. Like, get up if you are getting. Is it? So you sit down. If I've gone around there, you will see that we are all having back to back. Now, don't be so cool. Oh, we have a ceremony for funeral. We will bury you. And life will continue. Because nobody, I put a video on the church page. I hope some of you watch. When you go, go and watch. God can change your story. And sometimes we want it fast. That is our problem. 28 years in your own six bedroom house. White cars. Dogs. Seven dogs. A lion that has been tamed. <laughs> we want it fast. 
there are issues in life. Life is full of problems. But God positions us as problem-solving persons. Not problem-making. There are people who make problems. But God made us problem-solvers. Yes. That is the mentality you can enter your harvest with. When you don't have a problem-solving mentality, you can never be great. That is the African politician. MPP comes, even after six years, blaming NDC. May if NDC comes, you see that you think NDC is coming to redeem. He will also start. Their foundation will let these people spoil it. So we are coming to start again. If MPP continues, the next president will say the thing was not correct. So as the old administration did it, it didn't work. So we are coming to the African man continues to be low because we hate to face and solve problems. If you will ever amount, why do you mention Bill Gates' name? It's not because of his money. Bill Gates didn't become rich because he was rich. He was a student. He actually dropped out of school. He couldn't pass exams. But he had a creative idea and led to Microsoft. He solved a problem. That is why when you buy your computer, you are able to have Excel. You are able to do this. You are able to do that. The fact that people who install software, they are not the, they are not the people who take the glory the one who manufactured it. And because he solved the problem, even when he's sleeping, he's making billions. You need, we need to develop a problem-solving mentality. There are times, as pastors, you will hear bad news. Somebody has gone to impregnate somebody. You are a pastor. You are a father. That is not what you want to celebrate. But the partner your back. What will you do? Others will say, hey, Lucy, bad girl, bad girl. But you, the father, you must stand in and cover your child and let the problem pass. Discipline the child, but you must solve the problem. Somebody must stand in. Problem, not the finish for life. So also solutions, not the finish for life. Give the Lord a mighty clap offer. When there are problems around us, we must yield ourselves to solve them. Genesis chapter 2 verse 15. Give me soft version because I want to break it down quickly. Then the Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to cultivate it and guard it. Man was created to solve the problem. He said, Adam, be in the garden, cultivate it and guard it. Your relevance in life is to solve a problem. Greatness does not come to problem makers. It comes to problem solvers. And Africa needs you and I to begin to grow that mentality. 
problem solvers. Not people who run away from problems. Not people who, who when, when you see a brother in a problem, you don't distance yourself. You offer solution. You offer. That is when you enter into your harvest. If you are not solving problems, you will not enter your harvest. So if your life is problem free, I suspect your Christianity. Oh yes. If your life is problem free, I suspect your Christianity. That means you are not alive. Maradosa Kavalataya. Problems are normal. The righteous man shall fall seven times. That seven times is not a number, so it is a representation. It is a perfect number for any number of falling. But the Bible says he shall rise again. So God even made a provision and knows that you will be in a mess. You will be, we will find ourselves in situations and people wouldn't want to provide solutions. But the man who will rise and bring solution is the man that shall be celebrated. Look at David. David killed Goliath and the song was revised. There are songs that are being sung in your generation. And there is another song that can be composed. Not every glory has been seen yet. Not every glory has been seen in the media. Not every glory has been seen in politics. Not every glory has been seen in football. Not every glory has been seen in your family. Maybe there's somebody in the family who is a professor, who has traveled all over the world, who stays outside. It is not the finality of the glory in your family. There is another face of the glory. We must be problem solvers. We must be problem solvers. Why do we have a generator standing by? Because we anticipate the problem of doom so. So generator was invented to solve power outage. What are you dreaming about in life? You can't be great crossing your leg and looking in the air and waiting for angel of greatness to come to you. No. Check the Bible. Your harvest may be far away from you if you are not ready to make yourself dirty. You must make yourself dirty. You must put sweat on your body. You must have some sleepless nights. You must get through valleys in order to understand how it is to be on the mountain. You must go through things because a man that can, a man that has not been tested can never be trusted. Today you are not clapping like. A man that has not been tested can never be trusted. God is testing all of us. And sometimes the testing can turn you into different things. One day David had to behave like a madman. Because Absalom had taken over the palace. Absalom has taken over town and has captured the heart of the people. 
and David had to behave like a madman. There are times in your life you will go through the most miserable. Remember the God of the valley is the God of the mountain. The God of the valley is the God of the mountain. We must stay away from that African spirit. It is not in your spirit. You acquired it. Acquired immune disease. <laughs> that is HIV. You are, we acquired it. We don't want to solve problems. We want, that's why most of you want to travel. Yeah. day Ghana too much. We want to travel. You are not traveling on purpose. You just want to disappear. Pastor, you know, you let me just land it. When I land it, I know what God will tell me what to do. You want to run away from problem. I want a place where I won't see sand. I only see sand at the beach. Clean, and the sand is clean sand. I want to be in my room where gas will come. I don't need gas cylinder. So the people, our politicians who travel and go and see, why are they still producing gas cylinders for us? Oh yes. Oh, this one has masters in this, PhD in this. One person, no, about eight. You travel outside, you won't see open gutters. Why is it that in Ghana we have open gutters? I don't know. I want to talk to contractors. What happens to the money for the gutter? Gutters. Gutters are not choked. Rubbish is handled well. Our place. You wake up and somebody empties his rubbish in front of your house. We are making problems. We are not solving problems. And these are not unbelievers. So these are Christians. God, God, God did not create us as problem. You are not a problem. You are a problem solver. Let me add the other word. Are you solving a problem? Because that will link you to your success. I'll have to cut short the message because if I go through my lips, I will not let you go home. Now, you have to decide to see solution in every problem. Every problem has a solution. We easily give up in solving a problem. It will be me kill Jesus. If I they try away, they know they mind me. I mean, then they there. You, 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 you can't be great with this language. Look at Dangote. You admire him. You wish. When you talk about Dangote, you are talking about his money. But do you know the kind of investment he could make? When there was war in the north, all this giddy, giddy, giddy thing, he goes to invest $800 billion in the biggest tomato factory in Africa. In the north. Do you know how much he eats? It looks that those who don't have money eat more than those who are rich. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. Oh. What basane? What basane? Realize. I saw his latest birthday. It was only five people there. And he was holding a plate of small rice. And we're singing happy birthday. Not you. Oh, no. Pastor, this one. This one. No, Pastor. Pastor, it's my birthday. Make a blow. And no, a plate with few family members. I've been telling my wife, my sons, when they are married, no invitation. The two of them will walk to court or wedding church. Will do it when it's weekday. They just come. They exchange vows. And it's done. All the money is given to them. They should go and chop. Hula, 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 hula. You don't have money, you are killing yourself. Reception set up, 35,000. Where did you get that money from? Loans. Reception set up. No, if you can do that with ease, you do it. But for you to stretch your bank account, killing yourself to give an impression to your in-laws, you are not solving a problem. You have created a foundational problem for your marriage that is yet to start. Loan, even cake in the cry alone. And unfortunately for you, when the usher was cleaning the reception, he touched the leg of the table and the cake that is on loan. I'm looking for people who solve problems. And that means it will, so you move from not blaming people, then you can become a problem solver. What you came to meet, make it better. You go to the washroom, you went to meet it some way. Don't leave it worse. You went to the washroom, it was neat. Leave it in a way that the next brother who is coming will also be comfortable. Don't go and worsen it. They say when black men take a plane, you know the difference between a black man and Chinese people. The Chinese man will take the plane when they are light. There's no rubbish. Black man, because by the time he's taking the Tampico B is here, Tom Tom is here. <laughs> Malt and milk biscuit is somewhere. Fly Kakra, no Kakra. Oh, Ghana. But. When you finish, where are you going to put the rubber? In the plane. We, we, <laughs> some of you rent houses eh, and your landlords regret that they rented it for you. Louvers are broken. Doors are broken. Pipe is not working. The pipe that you came that was shining, now it has rusted and it's hanging like this. When you open the pipe, you hold the pipe. Oh, Jesus Christ. And this... <laughs> That's why I mean when I build, I won't rent, I'll sell it. Because I can't stand such a tenant. That day I'll give you your balance, you go. Oh yes. We cause more problems than we solve. You are walking to church. You are walking to church. You don't greet anybody. You are causing problems for the church. I'm sorry, wait. 
You've caused problem, but you don't know. You don't care. The problems we are causing are more than the problems we are solving. How can you become great? And these people grow into politicians. So when we get there, we don't solve the problem. We also go and eat our portion. We take loans and we chop the life of a generation and we go. I don't blame the politicians. I blame me and you. Because we are not changing. Where would the president come from? From us. Where would the MP come from? From us. Where would the assemblyman come from? From us. We are supposed to be solving problems. Let me give you one story in the Bible. Since I've not quoted the scripture, the people are saying, hey, pastor, today they are to lean out also in the mouth of scripture. <laughs> I'm giving you scripture and then we close. <laughs> I know things. I entered into somebody's mind and I pulled it. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verses. Then I go to the example and we close. Give me an uh, 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 KJV. Chapter 3, verse 6. Chazi. Who also has made us what? Able ministers. Able servants of the New Testament. So we have the capacity to solve a lot of problems around us. God made us by the spirit. He has made us able. Say I am able. Say I am well able. To bring transformation. To my generation. To my family. To my nation. To my world. Say I am well able. Yes. We are well able. I drove through Trasaco. See potholes on their road. Who are they waiting for to construct it for them? Have you driven on that road? Let me see. Potholes. When you are driving, you have to take your time because you enter into a manhole. It's very deep. I'm like, what? We are well able. But we behave like we are not able. We are well able. You can help somebody. You are a blessing and not a curse. You are a blessing. You are a helper. In helping, you connect to destiny. In helping, not every help must you demand money. Help somebody. Help somebody. When I married my wife, I saw myself as a helper. I changed the scripture. Because if you help somebody, you will be helped one day. If even the person does not help you, you've sown a seed into life. And helpers will rise when you need help. Some of us don't help anybody. We have turned ourselves beggars. We are the only people that need help. Hey, me, I need money rough. We are the only people. We, we, you have never seen yourself as a giver. 
as a helper. You are always receiving, receiving. And the scripture is going against you. Can't you see? It's going against you. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Giving is not just money. Giving is help. Wisdom. Open a door for someone. Lend a helping hand. And learn to say, oh, it's okay. Thank you. God bless you. Learn to say it. This person, if I help her cry, nothing will come out of it. And that's for the young guys. If he knows you will help a girl and he will not have a part of the cake, forget it. That is not the way of God. Every man has a problem and every man is a problem solver. If we all help others to solve problems, who will have a problem in this world? But we have become full of ourselves and greatness keeps pushing away from us. Greatness keeps pushing away because we are not seeing a problem. We, if you want to be paid in life, solve a problem. Your business, as business people, they are solving problems. If you are running a supermarket, you are solving a problem for the community. They will need toothpaste. They will come. When they come, they will come and say, hey, I need toothpaste. They will pay. If you open a filling station, you are solving a problem of providing shortage of fuel to moving cars. Let's begin to think. Start praying. Start thinking. Start engineering your mind. Re-engineering your mind. And becoming a problem solver. The one who made the suit has taken his money because he solved my problem of what I wear on Sunday. What are you solving? What problem are you planning to solve? There are medical problems. There are social problems. People are marrying every time. What goes into marriage? Have you sat down to look into what is needed? What services are being rendered? What problem are you going to solve? People marry and on that day they are so confused. They need managers on that day. Can you become a helper for that moment? Can you be there? You were able to do it nicely for your best friend. God is speaking to you. You have that grace. Start a company. Name it. Final day wedding manager. Oh yes. I do it free of charge. That's it. Free of charge. This is my number. Call me. You do one. You do two. You do three. You do four. Maybe nine of them will not give you anything. But the tenth one, when he hears that, ah, I can't wait, or yeah, I don't know, on charge you. Oh, the car that we drove in, the fan channel. God has a way, and they recommend you. Say, oh, my sister, you can't waste this gift. My father has this company. I want you to, man, wait, I'll call you. Give me three weeks before you realize you are in a soup you never cooked. Give the Lord a clap of it. I've jumped because I want to give you the story about Rebecca. Say Rebecca. Say Rebecca. Genesis chapter 24, verse 12 to 14. Soft version, my brother. NLT. Good. From 12 to 14. Let's read it together. I'm closing.
verse 14. This is where the thing is. Read it well and let it be with you. So, Eliezer, the servant of Abraham, has been sent to go and look for a wife for Isaac. Say Isaac. So, there is the rich man's son that they are looking for a wife for. So, this is the servant that Abraham has sent to go and look for a wife for the son. Are you following the story? So, the son, the servant prayed. This is the servant prayer. He said, the one who will give me water and request to give water to the camels. Lord, let that woman be the wife of my master's son. Let me tell you something. You are an answer to somebody's prayer request. You are an answer. But if you don't know that, you can be negligent at the point where God is. Maybe you are here. You are, I'm here praying. You are due. Father, I'm due for marriage. I'm due for marriage. Lord, remember me. Oh, marital doors. Open now. <laughs> I refuse not to marry. I refuse not to marry. I take my husband right now. Right now. Get out of way. It's good. Pray. Prayer is good. Don't joke with prayer. But you see, this man prayed a prayer. After the prayer, he was alert. He was observing. Which woman? Which woman would do this? Be a problem solver. Hello, are you here? <laughs> you are an answer to somebody's prayer. She would have missed it. Let's go to verse 15 to 21. That one, I'll read it very fast. He said, before he had finished praying, so he was praying, so pray. But after you have finished praying, you have to observe, you have to do something, watch and pray. He said, after he finished praying, he saw a young woman named Rebecca coming out with her water jar on her shoulder. She was the daughter of Betua, who was the son of Abraham's brother, Nahor, and his wife, Milka. 16. Rebecca was very pretty. It was not because she was pretty that she got married to Isaac. It was not. Prettiness does not buy a husband. No. If only prettiness bought you a husband, we can predict the end of the marriage. Oh yes, I'm a man, so I can say that. It's not a prophecy. If only on the premise of prettiness that you grab that man. There's problem coming. The Bible said that she was pretty and old enough to be married. She was in her season of marriage. A harvest of marriage. She was ripe to be harvested. But she was still I'll go there, don't worry, relax tell somebody relax 
As I'm blowing tongues, that means I won't go there. Don't worry. It's a heavy word. <laughs> but she was still a virgin. It's for another day. Let me look my front and go. She went down to the spring, filled her jug, and came up again. Running over to... But you see, when you read that she was still a virgin, you think it was easy. It was not easy then. It was even more dangerous then than now. Because that time, the men could marry more. And they, they play. There's, when you read the Bible, it says, and they were drinking and playing. They'll be in the hall, and everybody is firing. Yeah. When you read the Bible, it says, they were drinking and playing. So it was not easy to, to stay Ever than nowadays, there is more on social media and things. Those days, there was no social media. There was real media. <laughs> the people were so corrupt that they, they came to the house of Lot and demanded to sleep with angels who are visited. So you think that, oh, Pastor, in those, those days, it was cool. Yet the end, they are no shepherd. You are lying. Those it was easy for a madam to give her servant to her husband. It was lawful, not easy. It was lawful for you to give your servant to your husband to produce children. And those children will be in your account. So when the Bible says that this woman was still a virgin, it's a very important statement. Though she was grown enough, eh, I'm on my own. I am now grown. You allow me. Allow, we will allow you. You are loud. Don't worry. Nobody will give you pressure. I want to look my front, but that message is a familiar theft. So my spirit doesn't want to leave, but I will leave. Running over to her, the servant said, please give me a little drink of water from your jar. Yes, my Lord. She answered, polite. Polite. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, my Lord. Some of you don't just know how to talk. Yes, my Lord. He's not the husband. He's not the boss. He's a stranger. Look at the response. Yes, my Lord. It doesn't take anything out of you, the literate girl. It doesn't take anything from the PhD holder to be nice. Yes, my Lord. The marking has begun. Be a problem solver. She was the one going to help the man, but she was more ethical. As if she owed, when you are going to help somebody, you the helper, see it as something you owe the person you are helping. Yes, that is the way of the spirit. That is the way of the world. Something compels us and it is called the love of God. It compels you. Sometimes when you are helping people, they become ungrateful, but there is something that is compelling you. It's called the love of God. It's the love of Christ. When he was carrying the cross, the people were insulting him, but these were the same people. The cross was purposeful, but he was still going. That is the way of the spirit. Motivational speaker won't tell you, but I'm telling you. Yeah.
the motivational speaker will tell you, God help those who help themselves. And go where you are celebrated, not where you are tolerated. That is motivational speaking. That is why the world is getting spoiled. That is why Christians are becoming selfish. Because I've been doing this and nobody has recognized me. So you want to go and see R&B. Then they will nominate you as the young upcoming. Oh, what are you talking about? How many times have you walked to me to say, Pastor, thank you for pastoring me. But am I not pastoring you? Because I don't, I don't depend on that. There is something called the love of God that compels us to fast for you, to pray for you, to preach. It's a joy to know that God has called you as a privileged man with weakness to stand in for people. So Rebecca saw it as a privilege. You're a medical doctor. Look at how you talk to patients. As if you, you are a robot. Medical doctor and it's yet to know. Patients come and you see them like they are, they, are, they are not your level because they are the patient. You are actually a patient, but yours has not manifested yet. And she quickly lowered her jug from her shoulder and gave him a drink. Verse 19. When she had given him a drink, she said, I will draw water from your camels too until for your camels until they have had enough to drink. Are you solving problem? Your next blessing is just close to you but you can't see it because you are too selfish. Rebecca could have decided to go. She did her best. Oh God, you say you want water. I give you. So I've done my best. Remember the widow. Prophet said, go and bring me water. As she was going, hey, come. When you are coming in, when you are coming, I want cake. Do cake and bring the water. <laughs> <laughs> you, I don't know you. You say you are thirsty. I'm going to bring you water as you add cake. If I, I'm sure they they probably cut cake. So, but the widow, the widow, say, yes, sir. And she brought it. And she got her blessing. Look, your harvest is not far. It's close. But you are too self-centered. Rebecca gave him water. Gave the camel. Do you know how many gallons of water a camel? 20 gallons. One camel. Four gallons. And this beautiful lady. You see, they said she was a beautiful lady. And I don't go to kitchen. No. This heat, heat, heat to make my palms hard. Don't, I don't go to kitchen. Beautiful lady. And that time when the Bible used beautiful, it is beautiful. It's not, it's not, it's not makeup. It's not your husband telling you you are beautiful. That one is a standardized statement. But <laughs> this one was written in the spirit. Moses wrote Genesis in the spirit. And the spirit is saying Rebecca was beautiful. So young man, when you love a woman and truly love the woman, don't be shy to tell the woman that you are beautiful. Even the spirit said Rebecca was beautiful. 
Husband, look to your wife and tell her you are beautiful. It doesn't mean that you have lost your manhood. And you have to be a man. I mean, no. The spirit said, Rebecca was beautiful. I want to close here. Close your eyes. And pray. Ask the Lord to help you. That you will not miss out on this exaltation. At the end of the day, Rebecca was the damsel that was taken as wife for this rich man's son. Her life was never the same again. She became the custodian of the blessing of Abraham. May the Lord bless you with many opportunities. May the Lord anoint your eyes. May the Lord make you selfless. May the Lord make you a helper for many people. May the Lord take your mind off your life and place it on others. May you be sensitive to the emotional needs and the financial needs and the physical needs and the spiritual needs of people around you. There is a sinner around you. You have to lead to Christ. There is somebody around you you have to help. May your eyes be open to needs. May your eyes be open to problems. May you see what others cannot see. And may you have the solution to help your world. May your harvest really come to you. May you take back all that the enemy has stolen. And may you become a generational icon for the sake of Christ. I bless you with this blessing that you will rise as a generational icon for your generation. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.